Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode number 77 of the Fresher and Parlance show. I am Parlance. And I am Fresher. I feel like that uh, that tone with the intro makes it sound like an educational program. <laughs> and today on our panel, we will have... <laughs> and today on our panel, we will have Fresher talking about things. But, um, uh, episode 77, that's exciting. Also... What was that? Talking right over when you're saying stuff. <laughs> no, I was gonna. Say, I was gonna say. Like uh, you. Yeah, we're gonna. We're just gonna. What a disaster of an episode already! Jeez, <laughs> you look naked without your eye patch. Without your eye patch. Without your lower third. I know. It's messed up. It still doesn't work. It's stupid. <clears throat> so oh. as you can, as you can see, I'm wearing my funny hat because it is. It's fun. a beautiful hat. It's a it's a funny hat. It's like plaid, different types of plaid. We were talking about hats it's this week. Like, yeah, we it's like a, it's a crazy, you know, like bear cap. It has like several ears on it, bright colored. For those of you who are listening to this, it's true. It's true, and it makes me look really, really handsome. Mega handsome. Yeah, that blue shirt too. It's a uh, it's very bright. Really brings out the color of my eyes. I know. Mm. Anyway, <laughs> but uh, so yeah, seventy-seven. It's exciting. Seventy-seven. What's going, on, what's going on in the the lar pants world? Well, uh, I went to Vegas over the weekend, and uh, i I went to uh, I had I went to a couple buffets. I went to a couple shows. Buffets. And yeah, buffets, and I did some gambling. So I wanted to give you a couple quick reviews of the. Two buffets I went to because I know some people like to go to Vegas and maybe they want to go to check out these buffets. Vegas is cool. I want to go. To, I might go to Vegas pretty soon. I was thinking, but I've only been once, but it is really cool. So I went to the Wicked Spoon. So I went to essentially the two top rated um, buffets. Um, yeah. I went to the Wicked Spoon buffet on a Saturday brunch, um, and it was pretty good. It was, uh, I mean, it was like I think thirty four dollars per person, maybe I don't know. Yeah, um, but it was solid, pr- like really good, like in terms of like variety. But you know, with my dietary restraints, I couldn't really take advantage of all the meats and everything that had they had there. Um, yeah, and, and then I hit up the lunch at the uh, Bacchanal at Caesars. Bacchanal, and, and I would give I would give that one a strong edge over the Wicked Spoon. It is slightly more expensive. Wicked Spoon on brunch, if you pay 12 bucks, you could get unlimited mimosas or Bloody Marys. That is a pretty good deal. But at the um, at the Bacchanal, it's like $22 for unlimited, so not quite as good a deal. That's, yeah, not as good a deal. I really liked, when I was there, I mean, it was more uh, hot times, but I like their um, like slushy, alcoholic slushies you get everywhere. It was pretty hot there for the first two days, and then on the, uh, the day I was leaving, it rained. And actually, it was flooding. I think they got a year's worth of rain in that day, and it only. And uh, I guess it only rains. Uh, guess how many days? Fresher? How many days it rains in, in Las Vegas? Um, somewhere like maybe ten. Close twenty-seven. I know you can see that, so thank you for playing along. <laughs> so we do. It's like yeah, yeah. yeah. I. It's like yeah. It's like uh, like it's like we're a real real act over here. Hey, I'll tell you. <laughs> On I think that, that hat actually matches those headphones really well. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
Um, so uh, it was. We also. Uh, I went to see a couple shows. I went to see La Rev at the uh, Win. Nice. And then I saw Penn and Teller at the Rio. Classic. And I got Penn some Teller's classic. Uh, classic Vegas show. Have you been to like, Penn and Teller before? I had. I saw them about eight or nine years ago at the same venue. That's pretty long. Do they change? I mean, I think that they just have the permanent one at that venue. They've been at that venue for 15 years. So, yeah. or something like that. And they, uh, there was some same, the, like they closed with the same act. Yeah. Um, so, but they did add in a few other, um, a few other uh, tricks that I hadn't seen before. But How it much does a Penn and Teller show cost? Well, we bought from the, like the discounted ticket thing. Yeah, and I think do they sell out? It was not. A, there was not an empty seat in the house. It was like nearly sold out. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, they've been doing it forever, and they can sell it every show. That's got to make so much money. So apparently, they were they had a Broadway show this summer, like in New York. Yeah, they went. They had a show on Broadway that they like a limited run engagement, and they sold that show out too. Damn, that's crazy. I mean, I know they're famous and stuff, but it's crazy. And I think. We got discounted tickets, and with taxes and fees, I think it roughly came out to like seventy dollars a person. That's a lot to you. Yeah, um, I mean it's relatively, I guess, for one of those shows, not too bad, but still. A lot red was more expensive, and that was a aquatic show at the Win, and uh, it's kind of like a big, circly, uh, a circle like auditorium with a water pool in the middle. Yeah, and they do a bunch of acrobatic stuff. That one was pretty good too, and I think I would have been more amazed had I not been to Macau and saw the what I would call on heroin version of the same exact show. <laughs> I mean, because it's basically it's China and they, they do everything crazy. Yeah, um, but I mean, it was still really good. But and I would have been way more wowed, like I said, if I had not been to the one in Macau. But uh, it was still very good. And <laughs> you got Macau wowed. Yeah, yeah, like sham wow. Yeah, um, and. Uh, and um, I learned a lesson. So I last time I, when I went to Macau, they have a splash zone, and the tickets are roughly about fifty percent, forty percent cheaper than the ones that are a little higher up. They call them the splash zone. Yeah. And, and uh, I chose not to get those when I was in Macau because we had taken a. It was a long way to get there because we were. It was a day trip from Hong Kong. You have to take this ferry to get there, and it's like a pain in the ass. Oh yeah. And I, and I didn't know how wet you actually got in the wet zone. So I didn't get the wet zone tickets, but then after the show, no one really got any wet from the. Yeah, that's like I can't see them getting that wet. And uh, so maybe it's um, just like the chance if something happens, you might get totally soaked. Yeah, essentially, if it's, if someone makes a flop, like if they dive incorrectly, you'll get wet. So, yeah. But no one dived. So we went to the show. We decided to get the splash zone here to save some money. Um, yeah. And so we were in the splash zone and did not get wet. And it's it was, closer uh, too, though. Yeah, so apparently though, like the really expensive tickets are the ones that are like the higher up because you get to see the whole area. Oh, that's true. Yeah. But uh, I'm gonna say right now, here's a little Vegas tip: if you're gonna go see La Rev, just get the Vegas tips. Yep, get the cheap seats and just stay in the splash zone. You're not gonna get wet, and you'll actually get to sort of interact with the um, with the entertainers because they're right in front of you. Did you like yell at them? What'd you do? Ooh, <laughs> yeah. nice dive, diver. Oh. <laughs> Take it off. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Way to trapeze, jerk face. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> I know. Don't fall. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but so, yeah, that's my tip. And then I did a little bit of gambling. I bet a little bit on the ponies. I did a little NFL gambling. I did some. I did the whole rounds, all the I, types of gamblings. It's the only thing I didn't do, which I normally would dedicate my entire trip to, was play poker. This time I decided to do some other games. So Yeah, I think um, poker takes too much time. I, that's what I like about it. You could kind of sit there and play for a while. But once I found the the, the $2 craps table. Oh, yeah. Like was, the video craps, right? It's like sort of, it's like a pseudo video craps. Yeah. I thought it sounded cool. You were talking about the um, automated blackjack dealers. Oh, yeah. That's pretty cool. It's, it's just really like cool. a giant like torso screen. And then all of the like the tables all screen too. Yep. It's pretty neat. And then everyone has their own little kiosk. You could either look at the table, like in front of you, like the, the it's, yeah. like a, it's like a V-shape sort of. You can look at the table and see what's happening. And you know what's neat? When like she looks down to check her cards, you can see her cards and one of them flips up just a little bit. On the screen? Yeah. Like what? She's, how like, do they do that? Uh, like, you know, in animation, she's like, you know how when, um, in Vegas, when they check the, the, to see if you have black, if they have blackjack, if they're, they have a, a face car showing or an ace showing, they check, they check the card. Yeah. If they have blackjack. So when she's like, she gets an ace, they'll offer you to buy insurance or whatever, but then they'll yeah, also, yeah, yeah. or whatever, they'll check the card when they have a face card. And she looks down, like, it's, you know, it's an actual actor. It's not like a CG. Yeah. She goes, looks down and then the, and her hands go down. And then the, you don't see her hands on the cards, but the card just flips a little bit. You don't see it. It just flips a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's but she doesn't, like, do it into the little, like, sensor thing? That's usually what they do. No, it doesn't do it into the sensor thing. Huh. Yeah. Well, that's cool, though. I want to use that. Where did they, Was it all the same person, or was it, like, did they have different colors? I saw, like, two different ones. Two different ones. The one that I saw the most was, like, an Asian woman. I want to be one of those, like, videos. I know, That would be I know. super awesome. They should have celebrity ones. So uh, check this out. At the Rio? At the Rio. Yeah. So all of them have different settings. Like, some of them are $3 minimum bet, $5 minimum bet. Like, it just really depends. At the Rio, you could play $1 a hand blackjack. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and they have, like, the bonuses on there, too, like pair bonus and some other bonus. Yeah, thing. yeah, I like the, I like the bonuses. So you I like throw- the one. Which one? But that's a different, like, kind of blackjack or whatever. The Queens thing. Oh, I don't know. There was a bunch of table games that had I had more money to go to spend on gambling, I would have pro- probably tried. Like, I kind of wanted to play the uh, three card poker. Um, they oh, had a bunch. The flush thing is cool, but last time I did really bad on it. It's. I mean, the thing is, is if it's even if it's a five dollar minimum table, you're still dropping like at least. 15 to 20 dollars i know that sucks yeah so it's like did did you play any pie gal nope didn't play pie gal because i couldn't find i couldn't find anything cheaper than 15 dollars a hand wait like oh you mean like playing all the spots right no just like that's not even with the bonuses that was just minimum that is a lot yeah so no pie gal i wanted to play pie gal didn't play it um, but my, I was speaking to my wife. My wife is still down there, and she said she saw a ten dollar pie gal table. Um, still too much. Yeah. And then she was saying one of her coworkers was playing blackjack, and she played the. I guess there's a a pair. If you get dealt a pair, you you win. It's like a bonus thing. Yeah, yeah. But if, if you get dealt a pair with the same suit. Yeah. It's like um, I forget what it was like twenty eight to one or something ridiculous, and her. 
her coworker played one of the like bonuses on that and got dealt pairs of the same suit. It was like everyone on the table went nuts. <laughs> How did she wait? Did she not play the bonus? Or she, she did. did. She did. It was like, yeah, it, she. I don't know exactly how much she bet, but it, she did play it. And then she just after that, she's like, oh, I'm not going to play it anymore. And three hands later, she got dealt the exact same matching. What? Yeah, and everyone went bonkers again, but she hadn't played at that time. So, yeah. Um, but I know this is the worst one. It's the bonus, and then you don't play it. I know. <laughs> but it's true. It's like you could just plot along and not bet much and just like pretty much break even. But if you want, to like actually make money, you have to sort of be aggressive with the bonuses and and pretty much all of the bets that pay off. Like, I mean, um, if you want to, like, yeah, totally. It's like if you truly want to gamble, like if you're willing, if you yeah, know it's, you're gonna it's gambling, that's what yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Which is what wanna, the whole point of the casino. I know, I know. So I had a great time. It was pretty good. It did suck that it rained that one day, but whatever, it's fine. Um, now up your alley. Um, Oh, I, yeah. I saw, I bet on some football, but I heard that you went to the Monday night football game. I did go to the Monday night football game, and it was super fun. We had the <laughs> seats, like, right next to the 12 flag, like, on the southeast side of the stadium. So, like, the backdrop is, like, the city and stuff. I've, cool. I've sat there as well. It's good. Those are pretty good seats. You get to see the yeah. whole field. Yeah. It's really loud there, though. Yeah, I know. It was pretty loud. Like, I, I yelled a lot. I yelled, you know. To try to do my part as a, a 12th person. Who rose the flag? Who was the, the, the person who rose I, the flag? One of the mariners, I think. Oh, oh. I don't, like, is it usually someone super famous? It's always somebody famous, yeah. I didn't even know that was a thing or whatever. I've seen, oh. like, uh, the guy from Pearl Jam do it. I've seen uh, the bassist guy. And then I saw um, Ichiro do it once, I think. Oh, really? Another mariner? And then there was another, I forget. I've seen it like every time, you know, there's someone new every time, but those are the ones I remember the most. Um, yeah. But, uh, I, yeah. Was, oops, well, sorry, go ahead. Who was it was really did, game, as I was going to say. Was there any, how, okay, so I it watched, I, I saw the, 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 the game end at the, at the airport, and there was yeah. a lot, because I was taking a flight to Seattle, right, there was a lot of Seattle people, when the, when that guy fumbled on the one-yard line, people went bonkers at the end of the oh, game. Oh, yeah, there. yeah. So my question to you was, how loud did it get when that guy fumbled in the stadium? Oh, it's pretty loud. It's pretty loud. Oh, I can't imagine. I think that would have to be just ridiculous. It, ha- it, it was had- the overall, the whole total loudness was not as loud as I was thinking. Really? So maybe but it were, was pretty loud. Maybe they're just subdued because they kind of suck this year. I mean, I don't know if, uh, if it's subdued because I don't know. Maybe I guess I think we were up. We were only like a couple tops from the very, couple rows from the very top. So I kind of thought it was maybe not as loud. Hmm. Interesting. But yeah. I don't know. I mean, it was still loud. So you went to the UW game, football, the Huskies game, and then I did. So this is the, two football games I've been to now. Monday night football. But um, any other games did you go to? I did. I also went to a Mariners game on Saturday. Super sporting out, which I guess is their second to last game. So and, they're, uh, done. they're done now. Pretty, huh? Yeah. They're done now because the playoffs. Yeah, Sunday was the last game. Yeah. But it was pretty disappointing because, like, totally ahead, and then, like, at the end, it totally tied up, and then it went into, like, three extra innings, and then we lost. Oh, <laughs> terrible, terrible. Classic Mariners. <laughs> yeah, pretty much sums up their season. Yeah. <laughs> Disappointment. Um, I have some other things. Uh, I, this one I think really you will – 
be interested in because I know you're a huge fan of Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart, man. I know you love not Hartman, not Kevin Hartman. Kevin, Kevin Hart, man. <laughs> Kevin Hart, comma man. Man. Uh, I watched The Wedding Ringer. Have you have you heard of this one? No, I was wondering what that was. I've never heard of it. So it's essentially um, uh, Josh Gad. Do you know who Josh Gad is? This is going to be. A, I think there's going to be a lot of people I'm going to say names of, and you're going to be like, I don't know who you're talking about. Yeah, I mean, I'll just say yeah. Uh, Josh, Josh Gad. Cool. Anyway, Josh Gad was in it, and uh, he he was a loner d- lawyer who's getting married to, you know, the blonde girl from um, Big Bang Theory. Oh yeah, she's in movies. Yeah, well, apparently. Um, and, and I've never seen her in a movie besides this one. Yeah. And, uh, so he, he doesn't have any friends because he was, I guess his father was like an international businessman or whatever. And he, and he essentially lied and says he has all these people that he knows that are going to be in the wedding. So he hires, um, the, what's his name? Kevin, what's his name? Kevin Hart. Yeah. He hires Kevin Hart to be his best man and Kevin Hart to go out and hire all of his groomsmen to fake to, to I thought get... Kevin Hart was gonna be the the groom guy or whatever. No, he's not the groom. He's the the he's the wedding ringer. He's the one that comes in to like to make it to be... a party wedding. No, not to be a party wedding. To pretend that the other guy has friends. Yeah, and uh, that's the plot of the movie. And I won't do you think that's any... a real like position? I bet people do that. I bet people do it too, but I don't think it's um I don't think it's do you, very. Don't often. people like have uh, mourners come to like people's funerals and stuff? Maybe I that's like an Asian. I've seen that on TV or something too, I think. You know, speaking of movies and and sort of like uh, wedding related movies, um my wife was telling me that she, that one of her old friends, I guess there was a an assistant or an intern who work, uh, works at this uh, at uh, I believe I forget where he works, but um long story short, he was going to a bachelor party and everyone was flying to Chicago, yeah, um, for a bachelor party weekend, and apparently there was some sort of glitching stuff that happened with the airlines or whatever, and it turned out that he was the only one that made it to Chicago for the bachelor party. <laughs> Everyone else didn't make it. That would suck. And so he, they had all this stuff done, like a booze cruise, like uh, like all these, like dinner reservations at a steakhouse, and yeah. like all of these activities. So he decided to just do all of the activities that no one else was there, and he yeah. started and he started Instagramming it and calling it like <laughs> Chicago for one, like in, like a bachelor party mishap or whatever. Yeah, and apparently it took off, <laughs> and he and he got interviewed, and like everyone was going crazy, like what's he doing next? And, um, <laughs> no and way, he, got, awesome. he got interviewed uh, on either I think it was the and Today this Show. This all happened like mid uh, mid party for one. Yes, yes, and then like the like when he came back, it became a it, like he became like a sort of like a celebrity a bit, and um, that's like that guy who got famous in China or whatever. Exactly, and anyway, he got interviewed on one of the morning shows. I think it was Good American America. But the craziest thing was he got he got he had to go to L.A. because he had a meeting because um, and this is like total inside baseball. But like apparently, Will Ferrell had a meeting with him because Will Ferrell wants to take the idea and make it into a movie. <laughs> no way. <laughs> it's a good idea for a movie though. Think about it. Will Ferrell's like the only guy that shows up. A pretty good idea, but I can't think of what kind of shenanigans you'd get into with 
Unless you tried to like get more people to be at the party with you, then it could yeah. be crazy. Yeah, just like you know the weird people that are there with you, and you're yeah, and like people are talking to you, and your wife is like having a good time on her bachelor or bachelorette party or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like there, there's a there's an opportunity there. Wait, it was it the groom who was there or the groom's friend? I think it was the groom. Oh, okay, that's way better. I thought it was just a groom's friend. I think it was the groom. I'm not 100% certain. I didn't, I'm hearing this story secondhand. If it's the groom, that makes way more sense. Yeah. Because they'd be like, whatever, I'm going to do it anyways. But if it's like the friend, it's like, yeah, you know, like no one else is here, but it's all booked. Then it's like (laughs) a little more weird, but I like that better. (laughs) I don't know. Not the groom, you know? I really don't know. I don't know the full story. I'm giving it to you like third hand. It's pretty good. Yeah. Headline only. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so a couple of things. Uh, so, you know, I've read the book, The Martian, as you oh, know. Oh, yeah, I know. I'm super excited about the movie. I was thinking to see it last weekend, but, like, I figured it was going to be too busy. Do you know how hard it is to find a movie theater on the Vegas Strip? It's pretty hard. You need to get, go off the Strip. I guess that makes sense, though. They don't want you spending time. Yeah, I know, theater. yeah. Yeah. I would not see them. <laughs> yeah, no, why would there be a theater on the strip? That'd be weird. There used to be, in MGM, I feel like there was a movie theater, but they got rid of it, I think. Um, so anyway, we didn't. I didn't get to see it. So we're, I think we're going to try to see it this weekend. That's and cool. When I saw that it made $54.7 million opening weekend. It's the second highest October opening in the history of October openings. Do you know what movie it fell behind? Um, uh, toys? No, Gravity. Toys 3? Gravity, another another space uh. movie. <laughs> but I wanted to bring this up. Apparently, um, well, space related. It's no, October is space related release for movies. No, I saw this thing about uh, people tweeting on um, on on Mars. Twitter that yeah. so a lot of people thought Martian was a true story. Really? Yeah. What? Isn't that, isn't that crazy? That is crazy. What people are dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know they are. I know they are. But I thought I was just like, hey, people, we're just like just sending satellites there. Nor never have when we. When would it have been? I know, right? Like, people, like that, that's so dumb. That's so dumb. I know. Um, I mean, is well, did people think that uh, that gravity was true? I don't know. That's a great question. I'm not sure. I'm not. I sure. feel like it's the same level. Like kind of. I think gravity's way more like real, like possible. Believable than it's true. Yeah, yeah. I mean, except for the International Space Station is still there, but. Well, I know, but I guess my point is, is like that has a more reasonable. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. That's ridiculous. Ooh, double water sip. Double. Uh, <laughs> you got. We got to time those so we don't have awkward silences. I know. Uh, we um, have awkward silence. Um, the awkward silence. And then, of course, this week. Um, in our in my Facebook Marvel Puzzle Quest group, it went bonkers today because the uh, two year anniversary um, event happened. We're Galactus event. It crashed. It crashed the servers. It crashed all the servers, and now it's up and running. And uh, man, it's really hard. It's way harder than I thought it was going to be. <sighs> I think I've only so the way it works is you have you can, all, you can just use your uh, Silver Surfer, dude. Doesn't there's no possible? My Silver Surfer is even not. It's not strong enough to, to do it. It's not strong enough. So essentially, he. It's like the way the event works is you have a a um like a team, and you have a X amount of like HP, like hit points. That's a lot of X HP. 
Yeah, and you everyone has to battle him, but you only could battle him after every seven hours or so, and you only get five chances to battle him. Yeah. And it's really hard. I think I've beaten him five out of – I'm like 50% success rate, which is way low for me. On a, <laughs> on a, it's, he, You're he, ruining your stats. It doesn't this whatever it doesn't matter. But the point is, is that he has this one attack that essentially uh, that if he gets all of I don't know how much like you know if you get X you know blue X red X yellow you could do an attack or something like that. Yeah. He, and once he does that attack, he clears the entire board of all the bubbles, and then it kills everybody on everyone on your team. So it's like mega powerful. It's as powerful as it could possibly <sighs> get. Um. So anyway, that's that's enough of. Oh, one last thing, Doctor. How long Who, do you think that that game's gonna last? Um, I think that game will go on for another two to three years. Wow, that's really long. Yeah, and they're well. Not only that, they've just released another version of that exact same game, but with different characters. Actually, I think it's characters you know. Um, it's from. Uh, but do I love them? I don't know. Uh, let me. Do I'm I know gonna, and love them. Hold on, I'll get you the. Uh, I mean, what's the genre or whatever? It's Puzzle Quest. I, but no, they made another Puzzle Quest with... I mean, um, genre of characters. It's from um, the... that What the heck is that called? The the Cartoon Network, the Adult Swim. It's uh, Adventure oh, Time. Adult Swim. That was probably the best thing you could have said. <laughs> I was imagining other things of characters I would know that I would play, but... I think that would be the best one. They just but I'm not going to play it. They just made an Adventure Time puzzle quest. So it's, I, I'm assuming the it's very similar, but just different characters, not Marvel-related. And then um, they're going to they're gonna release a Magic the Gathering puzzle quest coming up soon. But it's all the same game, right? It's, it's the same game, but different, different characters and different mechanics. So um, there probably will be different modes or whatever, but... I'm, like, not going to stop playing this. I'm not going to pick up any of the other ones. Maybe I'll check out Magic the Gathering, but it's just popping bubbles, man. And I'm invested so much time into this one. I'm not going to... Yeah, I know. It's, like, the time investment, you know? Yeah, I'm not going to... You've been playing that for years. Yeah, two years now. Two years. Long. Yeah. Or not not exactly two years. Five. It's only been the second anniversary is this week. I think they track how many days you've played, and I think I'm on, like, 520. And I know for a fact I've taken at least two months off from the game. So I've been playing that for that long. Um, anyway, so like I said, the, this this mode is pretty good, and there's a lot of good rewards and stuff, and we'll see how it goes. Um, anyway, back to kind of like the topics of the day. I kind of wanted to do a little quiz here. Do you, are you up for it? Yeah, quizzes. I'm horrible at knowing stuff, but in an amusing way. <laughs> uh, so this one, this one, I, because I was shocked to see that it rained in um, in Vegas while I was there, because you know it's not. It, it doesn't snowed rain. too the other year, which doesn't happen often at all. Right. So it, and I think yes, they, got, they roughly got like two or three inches or four inches of rain, and you know none of the none of the uh, streets have drainage. Yeah, and it's really dry, so everything just filters in and everything floods. So um, so as I said, Las Vegas only gets 27 days of rain a year. So I have a question to you, sir. Yeah, how what's many, the question? How many inches of rain do you think Las Vegas gets in a year? Like on um, average? 15. 
4.2 and it's it's they actually it's the of all the major cities at all across the country it is the lowest and it's the, like phoenix or something phoenix, it's 8.2 huh how much is like i don't know what even the numbers what a normal metric is well i don't know what the average is but i was going to ask you a couple questions specifically seattle oh, yes specifically seattle's considered a rainy city how many yeah. days, on average, do you think Seattle, Washington gets of days of rain? Oh, it's days, not inches now. That's right. How many days? I'll, I'll give an inch number, but I just wanted to first... So I'd say, like, 200? Lower. Uh, 150. Oh, so close. 149. What? That's super close. <laughs> I just said it was really close. But, you yeah. know, the, the weird thing is, you know how we're known for our rain? Yeah. There are so many, so many places that maybe not have the, like, the amount of days of rain. I think we're, like, uh, you know, there are places that get, more, like, more days of rain. I know. It's totally, like, it was just a scheme to get people to not move here. Specifically, the, the Portland, Oregon gets 164 days of rain a year. Yeah. It's, Pennsylvania gets 151 days of rain a year. So they get more, technically? Get, well, not only do they get more, but they also get by volume more. So, so like, full on. Because here, it, like, usually sprinkles at night. That's it. And then, like, in the day, it clears up. Right. So I was going to, my point out was, my point where I was going to get at was, like, right now, Seattle, Washington gets 37, averages 37.7 inches of rain a year. Yeah. However, we 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 have the most like the third or fourth most days of rain, but we are way low on the actual like. Like I'm, I know because like it doesn't it never rains hard here like barely, that's why you I, never need an umbrella. Exactly, I was just gonna say that there's so many places. So, so I'm when gonna, people say rain, it's like that's not really what happens here. It just like gets wet out. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna name a city, and you're gonna tell me. If it's higher or lower than Seattle, Washington, in terms in of inches of rain, in terms of inches of rain. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. Okay, ready? Is it precipitation or only rain? It just is uh, precipitation, total precipitation, because okay. that's snow too. Yes, exactly. <clears throat> okay, Cleveland, Ohio, more, more or less than Seattle? More. And how much do you think? Uh, Cleveland. I think it'd be like double. No, thirty-nine inches more, but only two inches more. Wait, what? So only... two inches—a difference of two? Yeah, two, two inches. Oh, yeah. Of, yeah. Okay, here. This one is. This one is interesting. Indianapolis, Indiana. Um. Uh, I. More, I guess. I don't know. More. I don't even know where that is. <laughs> It's more. It's in the middle of the country. They get 42.4 inches of precipitation a year. This one actually shocked me. Ready? Houston, Texas. Oh, yeah, Houston. Uh, it's more, right? Isn't it? Everywhere's more. It is more, but I, I didn't realize that Houston almost gets 50 inches of precipitation a year, 49.8. Yeah, because it rains super hard and stuff there. <clears throat> There's, like, so, thunderstorms and things. And then they get all the crazy hail and everything. So what what do you think? Which city in the United States do you think gets the most precipitation? I thought it was somewhere north of here, like Bellingham or something no, like that. In, it's a ma a major city, not like not like Bellingham. 
Oh, uh, um, uh, let's see, Alaska. That's not a city. And oh, no, yeah. Right. That's, that's one of the right. Alaska cities. No, as a matter of fact, <laughs> I don't see. I don't see Hollywood. any. I don't see any uh, non. Continental. Um, continental on here. Yeah. Um, Guam. <laughs> oh my God! No, no. The uh, uh, New York. New York. City. New York gets forty nine point nine high, but not the highest. Oh yeah, it's, but it's lower than the other ones that you just said. Yep. Um, I'll the give Dallas. you. A, I'll give you a hint. The Saints play there. Um. Oh yeah. Uh, New Orleans. Correct. And what do you think? Yeah, how many rain? Really? Yeah. Wow. I guess, and what do you? Th- how many inches of rain do you think they get a year? Precipitation. Three hundred. No. Come on. Be realistic. <laughs> how much would three hundred inches of rain per year be? That would be a lot of rain. <laughs> that would be <laughs> like because I think they got like twenty-four or like something like that inches of rain or thirty some inches of rain in the Carolinas. Yeah, last weekend, and they're still like getting wiped out because the water's now rushing into the tributaries and blowing out the sea. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. yeah. Anyways, maybe seventy. Close, sixty-two point seven uh, inches. Of I wasn't pres- supposed to before, but only, but only on a hundred and fifteen days. Yeah, so, that's like a lot of rain. Yeah, so that means like it's on like a rainy ab- season. Yeah, it's like a half an inch of rain every time it rains there. I wonder, like, uh, uh, what about uh, other countries? Oh, I don't know about other countries. I mean, it's so yeah. se- it's so specific. I mean, you can't. I think it's really hard to to like unless you're talking about cities in other countries. But yeah. Anyway, I don't. I don't know if that was interesting for other people, but I thought it was certainly interesting. Yeah, that um, is. Yeah, and uh, uh, interesting. So Vegas is the lowest. Incredibly interesting. <laughs> so Vegas is the lowest, and the and the second lowest was Phoenix, and then the third lowest was uh, San Diego. San Diego is the third lowest. Wow. Yeah, that's surprising, but that's Actually, cool. Wait, hold on. Yeah, it even gets more than uh, than Los Angeles. Yeah. So anyway, wait, it gets more rain than Los Angeles. I'm sorry. More, Los Angeles gets more rain than San Diego. Oh yeah. yeah. But they only get like ten inches of rain a year. That's ridiculously low. That's so. I know that's really low. That is so. Low. No that's why everyone freaks out when it rains. I know, right? Because there's mudslides. The that's why our air is so nice. Yep. Oh, speaking of fresh air, we could tie back to last week. We were talking about the air filtration systems. That's right. You said you were going to do some research and come back and yeah. show me that another vehicle has yeah, the same. So I was looking at it, and most luxury cars do have like in-cabin air filters, which are they don't they just don't advertise it. But some of them started advertising it with like um, like Ion and like they tried to like make like an invi- like the Nissan one specifically that I linked to here. They have this Ion Fresh, the Forest AC system that they made, which is. Basically, it has, like, negative ions for cleaning the air, and it has, like, air filtration, but then it also has, like, an aroma thing to make it like you're in forest. But uh, And then it also filters out, like, allergens and, like, all that stuff. So, like, that's basically the same thing. And I was reading about the positive air pressure, and people were complaining about that, 
more than they were saying that it was a feature in a lot of car blogs that I was reading. Because they were saying, like, is there, like, do I need to, like, fix stuff? Because I'm getting, like, a positive pressure in my car cabin. But also, more specifically, in China, um, back in, let's see what year, 2014, they were, had, um, and, like, they were, sell Volvo was selling cars specifically to Chinese people saying that it would filter out all of their bad smog and stuff. So they were saying that, like, you know, you can have, like, clean air in your cabin, which is, like, basically biohazard-y. So, like, yeah, it's totally, like, a normal thing that cars have. And they just don't advertise it because they didn't think people care. Well, apparently now people do care. I know. So it's just going to, like, people are going to start, like, saying that they have it even though it was already there. Interesting. And I was looking up there was on a whole bunch of blogs also. So they were talking about the HEPA filters, which is, like, what hospitals use and stuff. And HEPAs have different levels of, like, how small particles they'll filter out. And um, so most car air filters don't list what their rating is. But a bunch of people on blogs were, like, looking for the ratings. And the ratings were, like, medium. Like, they were, like, like I can't remember the metric thing, but it was, like, 8. And the hospitals use, like, 15 or something. So, like, but you could just have, like, the other filter. And that's it. Like, it doesn't take any extra system. Interesting. All right. Well, all right. You've proved me wrong. I mean, medium wrong. Because, uh, yeah, nobody, like, they just don't advertise it. I mean, I'm sure that it's, like, they went above and beyond on, like, making it a feature or whatever. But it's not, like, revolutionary. I mean, I know my shitty little Acura, which is even more shitty that I got into an accident this week. Don't worry, people. I'm okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. And uh, that uh, there's a filter on there in my glove box when it comes in. Um, speaking, you know what, I, I listened to our previous two shows and I, I noticed I say essentially a lot and I try to stop saying that this week. And I always well, you just said it. I know, but that doesn't oh, count. Ruin it. Well, I'm putting it in quotes. Wait, what are you putting in quotes? Essentially. Oh, and, and like. said it again. <laughs> I know, but I'm not using it conversationally. Um, but um, I was talking to Tom Brew. He's like, I don't even notice that. And I notice that stuff. He's like, but the one thing I do notice is you touch your nose a lot, idiot. So <laughs> that's the sign of a <laughs> retard. <laughs> so, so I'm I'm like effectively trying to keep my hands on my side and avoid using little words that I know I have been repeating. So if I catch myself, I'm going to listen to this episode every time I do it. I'm going to like in uh, in Angels and Demons or whatever. I'm going to lash myself on the back every time I say. You, should, you need to actually do that. Where's your like cane? I noticed that you would say. Um, what was it? Uh, speaking of, I think was one of them. Yeah, but that was usually in a bad transition. Yeah, it is. Yeah, Which yeah. we don't have as many of anymore. But yeah. Um, speaking of bad transitions. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> about things. You know, you were talking about things you don't care of. There was a bunch of things that happened this week that I really thought I would used to care about, but I don't care about at all. And they are, and and I actually have a very good transition from this one into the next story. And um, is that uh, a couple things happen in sports that I'm not caring about. First, oh, yeah. the NHL season started. What the hell is hockey? Speaking of hockey, did you see Putin um, played a game for his 63rd birthday with... Um, no. And, and, they, and, he, and they were like, the score was... It was like NHL stars versus like people of the like parliament or whatever, Russian parliament or whatever. And the yeah. score was like 12 to 7 and they're like, and Putin scored six goals. <laughs> then, Wait, it was it was it the NHL? 
It was no. Some NHL players were playing in it. They went to Russia. Well, a lot of NHL players are Russian. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, that makes yeah. Sense. Yeah, so anyway, he was playing with the NHL stars and people who were like, you know, politicians. And uh, he, scored, did go. he scored seven goals. <laughs> I wonder and if he had a shirt on. I don't <laughs> <laughs> so, Anyway, but uh, speaking of the NHL, the reason why I mentioned that, not because of Putin and his seven goals or six goals or whatever, um, but they changed the rules of overtime in the NHL this year. Yeah. So it used to be five on five. Now it's three on three. So they removed what? four. They removed four people from the ice. Yeah, that sounds crazy. And to that, that I say, overtime games. I know, right? So, and to that, I say, who cares? So, I know. Sec- secondly, baseball playoffs started this week, um, and you know, uh, the the uh, Cubs are in the playoffs. They won their wild card game against uh, the Pirates yesterday. Man, yeah. the baseball playoffs. I say. Who cares? But I mean, the leaders aren't there. But guess what? This is an interesting stat. Back in 1985, or actually in 1987, whatever, the sequel to Back to the Future, Back to the Future 2. Oh, yeah. They went to the future 30 years, and it was 2015. And yeah, but did they say that every year? I never believe that anymore. Well, no, it was. It was the year 2015 when he came. It was 30 years. It was 1985, 1995, 2005, 2015. Yeah. It was. It was 30 years. That's the year he went to the future. And when he came to the future in 2015, the winner of the World Series was the Cubs. And this what? Is the, was and, it really? Yeah. And this is the first time the Cubs have been in the playoffs since like 98. Oh, wait, so. That'll be, so I'm going to have to like fact check this. And I don't even trust the internet on this one because I've been burned too many times with uh, Back to the Future trivia. So I have to actually check the movie. But that's pretty interesting. And no, it's 100% true. Um, I, the Cubs won the World Series in 2015, according to Back to the Future 2. The Cubs are in the playoffs this year for the first time in a really long time. So so if if it comes true, finally, after all these years, something will have come true from that 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 movie. No hoverboards. There was no, a hoverboard. That's true. There are some hoverboards. But and they, they totally made those shoes, too, the self-tying shoes. I know, but the hoverboards required like a magnet, like a metal. It, was the, it needed liquid nitrogen inside the board and a special course. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, <laughs> look into it. But also with the 30th anniversary of Back to the Future, if you remember in um, in 20 in the, when they went to 2015 and they yeah. were they were walking down the street, um, there was a there was a movie playing in the theater, and the theater was playing. Do you remember this movie playing or not? I just no. I remember that there was a giant shark thing that came out of the. Exactly, it was Jaws nineteen. Yeah. And this week, Universal or whatever, whoever owns the or Paramount, I guess who owns for Jaws, them, yeah, they released a trailer for Jaws nineteen. <laughs> I think I did see that, and I was confused and thought like there wasn't nineteen Jaws. What? <laughs> <laughs> so that's most. I'm gonna watch that trailer. But really, it's just like going through like. In Jaws 1. And then it's just like that. In Jaws 2. <laughs> That's all they do. The whole movie. What do the they say in like the medium like 19? It's like Jaws has a family and gets murdered. Or It's just like it goes through the whole thing. It's something <laughs> like that. But anyway, you should check it out. It's it's pretty. I mean, it's not like R-O-F-L or whatever. R-O-T-F-L. Rolling yeah. the floor laughing. But it's like lightly LOLing. 
It's a light, light LOL. A light LOL is the rating. Yeah, yeah that's that's my rating. <laughs> I have to have funny ratings like the like the um, you know censorship ratings. Light yeah. LOL. Light, light LOL and and uh, light nudity. <laughs> Small chuckles. <laughs> <laughs> like is that they have like the bullet points for like things you can expect in it. Exactly. It's like brief nudity. Light LOL. <laughs> um, back onto the Paramount movie thing because I think Paramount owns the rights to um, Jaws, but they also released uh, the Paramount. If you've noticed, I've been very good with my transitions. I know. I didn't. I did see. So you were mentioning the Paramount uh, vault in YouTube, right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I just saw that. I just saw that. Like that seems pretty cool. I was confused at first, but so YouTube just has a whole bunch of Paramount movies now. So Paramount essentially. Uh, oh, I almost said it. Paramount um, released a, a number of um, films on YouTube. The whole film. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there are some ads in them. I think at least at the start. I didn't start watching I mean, there them be because that's how they're gonna make money on it. Exactly, and I'm and the, I mean, there's essentially it's just a bunch of stuff, more like free content on YouTube. I think if, if anyone would love these movies, it would be like Leonard. Such movies as American Ninja Two, uh, Masters Masters of the Universe. That's the He-Man movie. I don't know if you remember that one. Revenge of the Ninja. Um, yeah, the Deadly Bees. That one. The sounds- Loved Ones. Yeah, these are just like I would put them at maybe B to C level movies. Yeah, but like some of them, like for instance, like LXD, the Uprising Begins. I don't know what that stands for, um, but there's all like the whole series is on here. LXD. Yeah, I mean it's just cool that there's like the content, you know. So, so it's pretty. It looks pretty good, and they added I'm, a whole bunch, a bunch sure. of clips and stuff. But. Um, I I think Has someone. Been? Yeah, Masters of the Universe. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, that movie is terrible. The, in a good way. Yeah, What's making I, friends? I, I don't know, that, but I can't because I'm on my own YouTube show right now. Exactly. <laughs> um, I there's also this Cuba Ju- uh, Gooding Jr. movie, Wrong Turn at Tahoe. Who's heard of that one? Nobody. Um. <laughs> How about this Steven Seagal movie, Born to Raise Hell? More like Born to Fall Asleep. I thought um, that was going to be better. Oh, sorry. Your, your pun thing. Gosh darn it. <laughs> More like Born to Suck. Is, <laughs> I think <would> be better. <laughs> uh, born to Raise Hell? More like Born to Suck Balls. Oh! Zing! <laughs> um, and this one I've never heard of. The Chums Scrubber? The Chum Scrubber? The Chum Scrubber. That's a weird name. The Chum Scrubber. And its slogan is Meat Generation RX. Like Generation the sign, RX. Like the prescription, you know, prescription, the short for prescription. So anyway, people check it out. It's it's just uh type up uh what's it called? The Paramount Vault on YouTube. You yeah, that's pretty, yeah, that's pretty cool. I wonder if like other people are gonna do that. I hope so. It's a pretty I good think idea. Make a lot of money on ads. I think so too. I mean, I've already. I mean, some of these have already had like uh, a couple thousand views, and it's and it was quietly announced, and it's been a lot. It's been only around for about uh, a week now. Yeah, so. I feel like that they can get like. 
a lot of data. Oh no. They can get a lot of data by just knowing which movies people are still interested in watching. Exactly. There's a lot of stuff. Yeah, they're monetizing because no one's going to buy these movies and put them on TV. So Yeah, make... and then they, they might have like Netflix or someone pay, but they're not going to get as much data, data from Netflix. Exactly. That's true. They won't get any data from Netflix. This one will give, this will give data. Yeah, so, but I wonder like if people are going to like cut clips out or something like that, you know what I mean? People could do like weird mashups and things with because they do that on YouTube all the time. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think it's free. There might be some gems found in these movies by just people watching them. That would be cool. If people, like, modify, like, random parts of these old crappy movies that, like, maybe you realized but didn't know were that ridiculous. Like, I can see that for sure happening with Masters of the Universe. Wait, what did you say? Like, memeify? Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think there's a lot of opportunities here for, like, people to... To kind of like, I don't know. It's it's definitely interesting. That's what I'm getting at. And yeah, I think that's cool. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, on the theme of movies. Um, Speaking of movies. Nah, see, I cha- I changed it up a little bit. <laughs> there was an article in the Daily News this uh, just from today, and it was about eight actors who walked away from the business. Just straight up walked away. Yeah. Does so, a, um, what's his name did that? Does that count? Oh, I guess he's not an actor. Um, uh, Dave Chappelle. Yeah, he's on this list. Oh, he is? Okay. Oh, I called one. I called yeah, one. So I'm going to give There's the some name. There's some too that I like. It came up later and I was like, what happened to them? And then it's like, oh, they just didn't do anything else. But I don't remember who it was. So I'm going to name an actor. First, you're going to say, oh, yeah, I know who that is. And then okay. you're going to try to guess. What was the last movie they were in? When you have your head up like that with the hat, it looks like the top of really big headphones. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you have headphones uh, across the front of your, your face. <laughs> okay, so the first person that we're going to look at is Rick Moranis. Rick so, Moranis? Do you know who he is? I have heard of him, yes. Okay, so... Am I supposed to say whether he walked away or not? No, he did walk away. Oh. I want you to re- to think of a movie that he was in, and I want you to think of, like, what do you think his last movie he was in? Uh, this isn't going to work. I don't know any movies he's in. I can't, I just know generally maybe who it is. Okay. Next. Okay, well, first <laughs> off, he was, he was dark, the dark helmet in Spaceballs. Oh, that guy, yeah. Yeah, he hasn't been in a movie. Was he in Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, too? He was in Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Oh, I called it, I called it. He hasn't been in a live-action film since 1997. But he does voices? He's he was voice. also in Ghostbusters, right? Yes, he was in Ghostbusters. Yeah, like, I totally know this guy. Exactly. <laughs> and the, the, the last movie he was in was Big Bully, but the thing is, he hasn't. he did up straight to video, Honey, We Shrunk Ourselves. Yeah. That last movie has been in 1997. Isn't that crazy? He was like on top of the world. That is crazy, but those movies were stupid. They were, but they were very popular. They made three were of they? them. Were they? Yeah, they made three of them. I never watched any of them. Honey, I blew up the kids. Honey, I shrunk the kids. Uh, honey, we shrunk ourselves. He Dumb. Also, um, I really liked that the, there was a film called uh, My Blue Heaven. Yeah, very good film. You should check it out. He, but his best role was probably Spaceballs. 
Yeah, no, I think that, yeah, I can yeah. see that. She was also really good in Strange Brew. Oh, yeah, uh, Strange Brew, I love that movie. I forgot about that too. I can't remember him. Was he one of the main people? He was one of the main guys, yeah. Huh. Who was the other guy? Uh, Dave, I forget, Dave something. I forget his, his full name. Yeah, was, I like that. I forgot about it. I love when they do like the hockey with like the controlled with music thing. Dave Thomas is the guy, the other guy. Dave Thomas and uh, Rick Moran. Like from Wendy's? Not the same. No, not from Wendy's. <laughs> so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go through this list. And I'm not going to do test you because I think Rick Moranis is probably the one you would know. And then I'll, we may get to some of the other. But I'm going to say names and you tell me, do you know who they are? And <laughs> yeah. folks, folks at home, if you uh, agree with Fresher about them not knowing who they are, go hashtag agree with Fresher. Um, just that you, just yeah. do just hashtag agree with fresher. That's good enough for me. I right. want to be agreed with. Okay, so do you know who Grace Kelly is? Uh, no, I guess maybe not. Okay, well she quit movies to become the princess of Monaco. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, I think. Wait, what was she in? She was in uh, that a uh, couple of Hitchcock movies. She was in a bunch of movies. A lot of like movies in the fifties. Oh, yeah. Um, Greta Garbo. Did you know she Greta quit? Garbo. Cool, no. Bridget Fonda. Do you know who Bridget I Fonda? Fonda. Oh, did you ever see um, Singles or Single White Female? Jackie Brown. These are all women that were in... No? No. Well, she quit. She quit movies. She hasn't been in a movie since... So uh, do they really quit movies or they just like haven't been in movies? They, they actually quit movies. Yeah. Huh. Uh, Bridget Fonda's last film was Jet with Jet Li in Kiss of the Dragon. Ooh. Um, this one, I'm actually shocked. I'm 100% shocked. I, I didn't even realize this. Gene Hackman. Yeah. You know who Gene Hackman is? Uh, yeah, I guess so. He was I mean, the, I he I know was, the name for sure. You ever see Royal Tenenbaums? Oh, yeah, yeah. He was like the father in yeah, royal. yeah. He was yeah. royal. So yeah. So do you know he hasn't been in a movie since two thousand four? Really? When was the movie? It was in two thousand four. Welcome to Mooseport with Ray Romano. <laughs> no, but is he already old? He is old, but so are a lot of other actors who are still in the movies. That's true. He so was born I'm, in nineteen thirty. So he's on um, eighty five. Yeah. It's crazy. How old is uh, Morgan Freeman? Uh, I don't know. Let's see. Morgan Freeman. He is 78. What about Clint Eastwood? I bet you Clint Eastwood's the same age as. I didn't as, know, really? Yeah. I didn't know Clint Eastwood was still alive. Clint Eastwood, dude, he just directed a movie this year. Really? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Oh, he's the same age, 1985. Yeah. I mean, no. 1930. 85, 1930. Yeah. Um, anyway, so here's other actors that are on the list. Gene Wilder. I, this is what I think. First off, Gene Hackman, brilliant actor. He's been in so many great movies, and he ends his career on Welcome to Mooseport, which is terrible. <laughs> um, and this, this one I know you don't know. Gene Wilder. He you was who, in uh, um, Willy Wonka, right? Hey, you did get it. So he quit. He quit. He hasn't been. He hasn't been um, a regularly in, t- in a movie since the eighties. 
except for two guest spots in the 2002 and 2003 on Will and Grace. Oh, he's in Will and Grace? Yeah. He's also 82. Yeah, he's pretty old. Um, Now, this one I I kind of knew. Sean Connery hasn't been in a movie since 2003. And it's funny. He he went on Saturday Night Live, didn't he, like to play a fake thing of him being fake? I don't think so. Um, But it doesn't matter. He hasn't been in a movie. And can you guess what Sean Connery's last movie was? Um, James Bond? No. 2003, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Oh, yeah. I wanted to see that. I never saw it. Did you see it? I did see it. It's actually not bad. And I feel – but the thing is it wasn't good. So, again, this is another guy. And, by the way, last night I was I, – I started watching The Rock for, the like, probably the 10th time yeah. last night. And I, I haven't watched that in probably a decade. And I stopped maybe halfway through because now uh, I'm going to watch it over this over the weekend with my wife because she loves that movie. And it's her, her favorite, um, favorite uh, Nicolas Cage movie. The Rock? Yeah. So um, – um, did you know Sean Connery is also 85? All these people are 85. Big, it was a good year. 30. Yeah, there you go. Um, so here's it another. It says he was active 2012, though. Doing what? I don't know. That's what his Wikipedia says. It's, I, it said he voiced a character in a, co- in, um, in a, in a uh, cartoon. But he hasn't been so in an action. Sean Connery named Scotland's greatest. Oh. So, oh, in a cartoon, yeah. Yeah, so Phoebe Cates. You know who Phoebe Cates is? Stevie Cates? No, Phoebe Cates. It's a woman. Phoebe Cates? No. She was, like, pretty, like, an it girl for a bit there, and but she hasn't really been in a movie in a really... She was in that film. You ever see Drop Dead Fred? No. Oh, well, you maybe. Ever, you ever see Fast Times at Ridgemont High? I don't know. I mean, I have her up now, but... Anyway, well, she hasn't acted in a really long time. She was someone that quit. And then the last one you nailed, which was uh, uh, Dave Chappelle. Whoop, whoop. But Dave Chappelle is actually going to be in a movie um, this year. So he didn't quit. No, he's, he's coming back. He's going to be in a... Um, he was on hiatus. Yeah, he was on hiatus, but it's, he's going to be in a Spike Lee movie called Chirac. Chirac? Yeah. So uh, that was interesting. I, I didn't think you would know some of these, and you didn't, but you did do them more than I suspected, which is pretty good. So congratulations. Yay. I did look up the Willy Wonka one. I just found it before it counted. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I was, I was, pretty, I was pretty sure you, hadn't, uh, you, you didn't know that. Um, and I, I wanted to close out the, sh- close out the show with this, this last story. We've talked about this topic a number of times, and, uh, and it's usually about certain things, but Stephen Hawking came out, and it was... Oh, just, yeah. He came out, he said, we don't need to be so much worried about the robots taking over immediately, but we, what we need to worry about, and I want to get your take on this, Fresher, yeah. is capitalism, because he said, and he essentially said it today in an, a Reddit AMA, yeah. He, he predicted that economic inequality will skyrocket as more jobs become automated and the rich owners of machines refuse to share their fast pro- proliferating wealth because they'll take away jobs 
So I'm going to read the quote. I'm going to read what he wrote. Yeah, if, I mean, yeah. If machines, if machines produce anything we, everything we need, the outcome will depend on how things are distributed. Everyone can enjoy a life of luxur luxurious leisure if the machine-produced wealth is shared. Or most people can end up miserably poor if the machine owners successfully lobby against wealth redistribution. So far, the trend seems to uh, be toward the second option with technology driving ever-increasing in inequality. So what's your thoughts? Do you think there's going to be some sort of like proliferation of luxurious uh, leisure? Or do you think it's going to be the rich get richer because they own the machines and they get to do all the things that they want to do? And the poor will get poor because they will have no jobs. Uh, I mean, I think... I mean, I think the rich will get richer, like, but not directly related to machines. I mean, I think that people, like, machine, like, doing, making machines and doing all that stuff is more open source now than it ever was also. You don't have to be a mega corporation to have machines to do things for you. Like, all the resources are cheap, and, like, you can do it yourself. It just takes, like, you know, know-how and, like, effort. And so I, I don't, I mean, I think that people, like, the same as everything with the internet, like, being like a famous music person or like having, you know, like a TV show doesn't take a bunch of studios and like whatever, like anyone can just do the stuff for very cheap if they want to. So like, I think that that will counter his point. So you think that so I don't think that the machines necessarily will be a driving factor in the rich being richer and the poor being poor. I think that's more like financial policy and public services. So, but do you, th but I'm thinking like the robots that give us the things that we need, automotive, you know, essentially the ones that are taking away jobs, like building stuff. Yeah. Um, that's one thing. But what the ones you're referring to are. I mean, I'm just like saying like the, I guess they would be taking away jobs, but like you can make your own automated systems if you wanted. But wouldn't you need money if you, and what if you don't have a job? Yeah, that's true. But I mean, you can make money on doing that because people need it. Hmm. All right. So, I mean, it's like a, I mean, it's like not directly related. But I don't like. I just don't think that the machines taking jobs is like. So it's like I feel like education is gonna, gonna way bigger factor than machines taking over stuff, and that has more to do with like public services. That's true. That's true. And like, I don't think that I feel like that's a. It could have a factor, but I don't think that's a large factor at all. I think I sent you a list about three to five weeks ago that was a, a, a study that came out, and it had a index in the back of the study of all the jobs that would be taken away by Oh, robots. yeah, I saw that. I saw that. Um, if you look at that list, it's pretty much every job. Yeah, it totally is. But also, I feel like this is totally against his original thought which was that artificial intelligence was going to like basically end the world or whatever, and it'd be really dangerous. Well, I think this is the, I believe what he's saying here is the intermediary between robots taking jobs and robots becoming sentient. But robots it's, don't have to become sentient because that's computers. Robots and computers are like kind of the same. So, I mean, robots are unrelated I guess in the sense that he's saying unrelated to computers, but once computers were sentient, then like it wouldn't really matter. That's, I think that's what he's getting at. I think he's saying in the short term, we're going to see crazy wealth get 
more pushed to the top because the the there will be less jobs and not enough money to go to the bottom half or the bottom 80%. Yeah, but I feel like it's all software for that. Anyways, it's not I don't know. I don't think it's I don't think that it's like means very much. I think that if you are being born today, the like the job situation, you have to be technical. You have to know yeah, how to I think so too, for sure. Right. I mean, and, I feel like it's that's just like it's just a skill thing. I mean, like before you could do general jobs without like going to elementary school, like working in a farm or something, you know what I mean? Like right. the entry level was way low. But like even just working at McDonald's, like you're probably not going to be able to manage working at McDonald's if you like didn't learn to read and didn't le like learn to do like general stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's the entry level now. And like the entry level is just going to be higher because we have other things to do, like all of those media, like mediary things for us. And that's why education is super important. Do you think that we'll have some deflation because the labor will be so cheap? Uh, I, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like the cost of goods will go down because the labor intensive stuff that like all you'll be paying for is the material because there is no labor cost. I don't, I mean, I think that they'll still like make the, they'll still charge for it. You're talking about the, you <laughs> I mean, think that's the capitalist thing of it. But I guess if you could sell a lot way cheaper and still make money, wouldn't you rather that than a little and a lot of money? I don't think so. I mean, that's like the whole, the drug thing too. Like they had, I didn't read all the articles, but there's a whole bunch of stuff about how drug makers, like even though everyone already knew it, are charging way too much for the drugs that they're making versus like, they say that it's, you know, like research costs and like all this stuff, but they're actually just charging way more. They're going to charge as much as they can because once the price is low, they can't put it back up. So they're not going to go low for, for bulk because, you know, it's not going to be hard to make a better one. Like they're so going to keep, it's, it's basically like the iPhone. Like they could sell that at way lower, but they're selling it like, three four hundred percent you know like profit right like, well they could they sell they still sell a lot but they have the price really high that's so what they would do i have a concept about i have a theory about um prescription drugs and i think my theory is probably a little convoluted but it's much like um a tolling of a bridge to pay for the bridge yeah yeah so the idea, the concept is you put a toll on the bridge and then once that toll it pays for the bridge, you lower the toll significantly. Because but you, you don't are, need to lower the toll is the thing. Right. Well, this is my point. The, generally, the tolls don't get lowered. Yeah. My, my point is this, is that let's say it costs a billion dollars to develop a drug. Right? Yeah. There should be some sort of thing where once you make and recoup that billion dollars, like you have to drop the price of the drug. So there kind of is because once the patent on the drug expires, then they can have the store brand of that drug. Yeah, but the I guess, but how long is that? That I patent? think it's like ten years or something. Right. So I don't know. I guess. So I mean, they, but they'd argue that like because it's like intangible costs. Basically, they're not tracking all their costs. That like I mean, I, or they're not saying they are or whatever. I also am not super knowledgeable about this, but that's like. Basically, what I think. I think, I think we can all agree that America is the world's um, 
toll toll booth for medication medication because you know because we're subsidizing the world because everyone else has agreed upon contracts because they have socialized medicine so they they make deals with the drug makers to pay a certain price but in the united states it's 10x 5x the price that anyone else is playing you could you could go across the border with your prescription to canada and get the same drug for like ten dollars that you would pay five hundred dollars for here in the united states i know and it's no. just because, like, it's just because of capitalism and a shitty. Yeah, they're, they're trying to like have it be, you know, make. But if we sell it for cheap, it have no incentive to make new drugs. That's the complication, and there's all. I mean, there's tons of complications. Well, there's also the complication of they don't want to cure anything. Why would they want to cure anything? Because if they cure something, then the people take that thing, and then that's that's it. They've cured it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? They just want drugs that maintain. I, I know, yeah. <laughs> so that you take that drug for the rest of your life. <laughs> it's true. Um, so anyway, I, 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 and for the first time in a long while, Fresher, I agree with you. Oh, um, yeah. I listened, I, listened, I listened to the last two episodes. We disagreed on a lot of stuff. I mean, we politely disagreed, but we did disagree. That's what, I mean, that's what we're here for. That's why it's yeah. That's why two people, different opinions. So uh, that should be our slogan. Fresher and Parland show. Two people, different opinions. Uh, <laughs> That's not bad, but I don't know. We don't have a slogan. Or how about Born to Raise Hell? Or Welcome to Generation RX? Or RX. I'm, I'm just reading the, the, the things on this pair, the Paramount movies. <laughs> they've, Anyways. They've been expecting you. So anyway, probably, I think I think we're going over. We've gone over, so let's let's quickly do the uh, the the plugs here and get the heck oh, out yeah. of here. Yep. Plug so uh, so as you know, everyone, we're part of the soon to be named network, which features a number of podcasts that you'll see uh, that you can uh, get to uh, through our website, maybe. Um, but anyway, you can reach us at any time on Facebook on uh, fresherandparlance.com. Literally, just go into Google, type in Fresher and Parlance, and you'll find a lot of ways to communicate with us at Fresher and Parlance Twitter. <laughs> Uh, we also have Longbox Heroes, which is a comic book show featuring uh, Todd and and Leonard as they talk about the weekly comic books. They actually just did an episode where they went to Baltimore and they interviewed a bunch of uh, writers. One of them yeah. was one of them was Mark Wade. It was actually a pretty good show. It was a, I w- if you're into comic books, this was a very very good show, um, and uh, it was the first time of all of our networks where I felt like we were part of something professional because they were interviewing <laughs> like real celebrities. Yeah. Um, uh, also, it is soon to be named network. Assumed to be named network. That's true. Uh, there's also Dad Distractions with Leonard and Brian. That show hasn't been on the air for about a month now, but that's about uh, they're talking about the foibles of being parents and some nerdy video game stuff. There's also Podvocacy with Dave and Jason. They talk about a bunch of things. I haven't listened to that in a little bit, but um, I know uh, Jared from Prodigal Sons podcast was on last week and they spent a lot of time talking about Star Trek. So I hope to catch up and listen to that episode. Um, oh, and, yeah. What? And speaking uh, of Jared, sorry, that's okay. There's the Prodigal Sons podcast, com at ProdPod featuring Jared, Ian, uh, Ryan, and that other guy talking about things. It's a little blue, more blue than we are. They're on every week Thursday. And also, last but not least, there's Puzzle Warriors 3, which is a uh, Puzzle Quest, uh, Marvel Puzzle Quest podcast. Um, that comes out weekly. 
Um, you can find that at Puzzle Warriors 3. That's the number three. I don't. I know Ian from Bundle of Sons is on there. I don't know the other guys, but I know they're in our uh, my Marvel Puzzle Quest uh, um, group. And uh, check it out if you play that game. If you don't play that game, it may not be for you. But you can listen to them. They're they're they're, they're likable characters. Um, and it's funny. It's interesting because Ian, who's on both Prodigal Sons podcast and Puzzle Warriors Three, on Prodigal Sons podcast, he's kind of like carmudgeny and like grumpy all the time. But on <laughs> yeah. Puzzle Warriors Three, he's like happy and enjoyable. So it's interesting to listen between the two personalities of of Ian. Um, and uh, that that about does it. Uh, nice. I don't think I don't think I got I think I got them all. But if I didn't, I'm sorry. You got them all. That's all of them. Okay. Anything else you want to add before we say? I our think that's goodbye? about it. Sounds oh. good. All right. Well, this is Parland saying sayonara, muchachos. This is Fresh and Saying Later, Taters!